0: Hello, welcome to another episode of the Boink Radio Podcast here in the Boink Network Discord server. Today, September second, twenty twenty-two, 9222. and we're talking about news, and we're going to be talking about funding in Boink because it is somewhat related to news.
1: Ain't that That's right? News to
0: me, Big D Boy. <laughs> Big, oh, yep. God, goddamn, did that just come out of my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I say that because he is Delta. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, well, it's I could say it's a cracking start to the day.
0: Oh, what? A, that's the most Australian thing you've ever done.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't taste pretty. That doesn't taste very nice.
0: Is this the one with aged vanilla? Apparently
2: so.
1: <laughs> uh, this Was morning.
2: So- yeah.
0: Well, I was going to say, I was talking to uh, our good friend, the Galvin Popper, the other day, and we have an idea for a podcast where it's just us talking about food.
2: Are you in? Oh, so it's in competition to my beverage podcast. Well, it's inspired by your beverage podcast. Well, I'm glad to have inspired you. But I mean, if you think about food compared to drinks, Uh the amount of branded food there is. Is like I mean, you go to a restaurant. It's not branded food. Like the the thing that makes this podcast so iconic is because there's a brand, there's a name, and there's dietary information on the back.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's <laughs> totally fair. We just got so, into a uh, a very long argument about whether or not strawberry milkshakes were good, and it was very fun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll come in there and argue that oak strawberry is the best. He would say yeah, it's anyway.
0: strawberry-flavored, but not actually strawberry milkshake. But yes, it, anyway, hey, indeed.
2: It uses natural and artificial flavors.
0: Ooh, double the power, double the fun. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, um, you, you but um, unless, you're, unless you're reviewing microwave meals, um, I don't think it's going to work, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So Okay, average time. This morning... Since 1919, A&W Root Beer has been making the most awful-tasting root beer that you have ever tasted. What? a and delicious. Shut the... Well, I haven't tried it yet, so... <laughs> but when I cracked the thing, I got a bit on my finger, so I licked it, and I'm like, ugh. What is this? But anyway. Uh... <laughs> it apparently has no caffeine, and it is made-, made with aged vanilla. It is root beer that is naturally and artificially flavoured. There are, there are 170 calories in this can. And there's a shitload of sugar. Um, okay, let's check if uh, I'll get diabetes from this. Oops. Yep. Uh, high fructose corn syrup. There we go.
1: Well, right there. <laughs> that's fun.
2: All right. So I guess let's see how it tastes. I've never had an A&W. because A&W is popular in the US, is it?
0: Uh I would say so, yeah.
1: I mean I like it. You're just having normal A and W root beer? Yeah. Like Oh Yeah. It's good. That's good taste. tape. Mm. They also do cream soda and
0: I think they have a couple Ooh. others, but those are the big I'd ones. I'd love to
2: taste their cream soda. But um yeah, this thing is very sugary. Yeah. I have to yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> I There's can't a drink a full one. Yeah, it has a weird little aftertaste to it as well, like um, almost like uh, Bundaberg ginger beer. Uh huh.
1: Uh huh. Uh huh. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, Not let's that sip bad. on Let's. Oh, are we still taste testing? Okay. All
2: right. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's it's pretty, pretty much <laughs> done now. Oh, okay. Um, yeah.
1: Not too bad. Yeah. That's like the first drink that's actually an American drink.
2: Really? That you've brought in here. What, yeah, happened, the other ones are... what about the bacon soda?
0: Yep, not a thing. Does not exist here.
2: Okay, what about the uh, coffee nope, cake not a thing. soda? Nope,
0: nope, nope. Whatever <laughs> it is. It was is,
2: imported from the U.S., Cheringo. N- it was n- imported.
0: Not a thing. Not a thing. Never seen it.
1: But A&W is sold everywhere.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well... I do have another. I would say American drink that's coming out maybe next week. So we'll see what we got next week.
0: And wait, did you know Coffee Cake Soda has four and a half stars on Amazon?
1: No, two, I, I ratings. That. two ratings. Two
2: ratings. One of them give me- it. Yeah, yeah. What is what one of them
1: is a three star
0: and it says more coffee flavor than cake flavor, and one of them is a five star and it just says mega delicious.
2: <laughs> it was pretty awful. The coffee <laughs> cake soda was awful. The, but the bacon soda with chocolate worst worst of all I could not drink that.
1: Yeah. I believe
0: it. Oh, there's one that's grass soda. <laughs> what
1: Ooh, the
2: f- I want to try that's,
0: that. That's 428 f- reviews and it's 4 stars.
2: Wow, grass soda. Looks like I'm going to review that one.
1: <laughs> yeah. This
2: is great. It's gonna taste like a freshly cut lawn.
0: <laughs> import from the U.S. from someone's garage. Exactly, exactly. Tosto. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's a good point. I could just make a drink in my garage, ship it to you, and then you can be like, "Yeah, this is an American drink."
2: Import it, yeah, from the it. has US. a little American import thing on it. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Huh. All right. Let's talk about blank.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Shall I go first?
0: Yeah, you do two news items, then we'll do the last one, because it is related to the
2: topic today. Cool. Um, So, rake search. Square number 18 has been completed. Woohoo! It's a big square. Um, So, we haven't found any new rakes, but we have found squares. Now, uh, square number 18 has... Whoa, that is a big number. Uh, That is 153,240,804 orthogonal mates. It is 16th place in the rating. Uh, And they have a really nice, apparently what's called spectra. And square number 18 is marked in red, which is pretty cool. Uh, For those of you that are really big on mathematics, you can come on and see the little spectra that they have because it's a nice, interesting little graph. But to those that don't know mathematics, or at least this specific mathematical thing, like me, uh, I have no idea what this actually means. <laughs>
1: um, okay,
2: that is rake search, um, and I think the only the other thing we have is Wanless. They're still looking for that thirteen-digit factor. They have found and. It seems that this number is increasing over time, which is, I think, a good sign. Uh, they have found the 12, uh, another 12-digit factor of P2203 370,149 times. So I think by that number, the amount of times that they find it, I think, is a measure of how, many, how active the project is, if I'm not mistaken. So... Uh, we hope WANless good luck on finding the 13-digit factor. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of times.
2: Yeah. Like, and that's probably a lot of computers doing that processing, too.
0: Yeah. I wonder how hard there... Does anyone here crunch WANless and know how long it takes to do a project? Or, sorry, and uh, a work unit?
2: Yeah, it'd so. be interesting to know. Uh, and I'm also interested to know the search space of this. Like, how many numbers do they actually have to go through in order to get to the 13th digit? Or is it indeterministic?
1: <laughs> Good questions. All of them. All Maybe it's them. like searching for aliens.
2: Fruitless? Not fruitless. It's just so fruitless that we don't know whether it will happen or not. Ah, I see. I see. Yeah. Just like with Steady wow. at Home, like you you crunch Steady at Home because oh yeah we might find aliens, but so far we haven't found any. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh-huh. Just a moment, I'm resetting the timer for this delicious chicken that is in the oven. Looking forward to pouring some A and W root beer all over it. All right, so my that news sounds pretty good. <laughs> no, it does not. That does not sound good. What, what the fuck? <laughs> No, no,
2: no! Like, what if you like boiled pasta and A and W root beer?
0: Oh man, sugar! It would be sugary <laughs> pasta. Do you like ketchup on your pasta? I bet you you're one of those guys.
2: I haven't tried that, but that does sound interesting.
0: Uh one of my brother's friends uh, growing up loved that, and just like what? Like, he would have mac and cheese with just ketchup <laughs> mixed in, and just like normal spaghetti oh, with pasta on it. Uh, I will admit, the mac and cheese with ketchup, like, not bad. But also, yeah. it's just mac and cheese. So how can you go wrong? You can put whatever you want on that.
2: But this <laughs> Look, is, uh, I'm Italian, so I can cook the pasta
0: how I want it. <laughs> uh, oh, I will be sure to snap my spaghetti in half whenever mm. uh, we're cooking something no. together. <laughs> <laughs> Don't snap the spaghetti. Oh, man. Okay, speaking of snapping the spaghetti or not having enough spaghetti, we got Qcompedia. They are going what seems like a pause. Uh, basically because there's not enough funding for the project. Uh, they do say that, first of all, the project is uh, said to be very ambitious by some people, and sometimes it's not enough, but uh, they do mention their prototype programs are outdated. Uh, there, there's a lot of struggles that come with setting up this type of Boeing project, uh, and they do they're not ending the project. They have a lot of stuff to still analyze and valorize, whatever that means. So, they will still continue um, sitting out work for a little bit at least. And after all those, like these last calculations are uh, completed through distributed computing, they'll have more work to do off distributed computing. Uh, And they may put some more work out later. they do have an article they're finishing up, and they also thank everyone for the contributions, as most projects do, because holy shit, Boink is permissionless. These guys just basically spin up a Boink project and get all their work done for free. How cool is that? But I guess, Delta, and this gets into the larger topic. there are some uh, some downsides to that sort of system being that these guys just spin up a boink project. And that's it. There's no real support infrastructure for it. And some of these projects are difficult to run. They have, they're run by people who have like full time jobs and, and not enough time. They got families. They got other hobbies, you know. And you got to keep this project running. And it goes down. We've all mentioned the other news that I said we weren't going to mention. But like for example, ODLK, uh, the project admin went on vacation, and the time they went on vacation, the project broke. It's up and running now, so don't worry about it. But like that, they're just. People trying to do science and stuff, so yeah, it's a. Uh, it would be interesting and nice, I think, for and we've talked about this before many times for there to be funding mechanisms for some of these projects. Uh, a lot of them do accept donations, uh, but if there were ways they could get grants, ways um they could you know get better hardware, uh maybe even a. Larger umbrella projects, similar to World Community Grid, which, by the way, is sending out work units again, and it's just getting smoother and smoother over the days. Uh, but uh, if if there was like an umbrella project like that, that could maybe, you know, run the servers, and uh, these researchers would just have to put the application together, and then it's out of their hands. You know, send the the data over to the, the server admins to the to the um, umbrella project, and just let it go from there. Uh, That would be awesome. That would be like a full-time job, though. You'd have to hire a Kevin and a Keith from World Community Grid, right, to keep (laughs) things going. And then a Juwan to do outreach and get those projects going, like World Community Grid was a huge and frankly well-funded project, although they still did not have all the funding they would have wanted, I'm sure. But uh, I think there's a lot of different things that could be done if there was money behind Boink directed towards helping smaller projects
2: keep their shops open, so to speak. What do you think? Yeah, the thing that you said about um, the project admins usually having family, a full-time job, and everything to look after is very true. Uh, Not to all project admins, but a lot of them. And uh, having the support of... um, Having pretty much financial support will do a lot for a project not only in uh not, not only in Boink, but also outside of Boink after the data comes from the Boink project, they'll have funding in order to take stuff to a lab, for example. Or they will have funding to hire a research student to help make a paper for them. Yeah, so or just continually...
0: yeah. Sorry, keep going.
2: Yeah, yeah. So instead of having to basically spend all your time and effort between Boink, and then making a paper, and then work, and then family. They can tell the, they can get the paper done much quicker if they can pay a research student to help them. And uh, with regards to the boink project itself, they might even use the funding to pay for a server, like a virtual private server or a cloud server, to run this thing instead of having to use their own hardware. And that takes a whole lot of load off of their off of their back in having to maintain all this stuff
0: takes the customer service angle out of it completely. you know, Dealing with people on forums being like, your server's broken.
1: I just want to crunch, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, yeah, it's like, uh, it's, I think sometimes a lot of people take
0: for granted how much work it is to do this. Especially if you're analyzing data that's going to give you more work to do once the data's all crunched. Uh, like a lot of the World Community group projects walk away with work to do after the project is completed. You know, and that's no small task. That's where, like, the, the um, assistant would come in,
2: the intern, if you will, be very useful. Exactly, yeah. And uh, looking at some of the projects that have basically kind of disappeared or shut down. The reasons why they shut down... I believe most of them were due to... Uh, I think... Or at least a couple of them were due to funding. I know DHEP was one of them that fell due to funding. Mm-hmm. With uh, Qcompedia. Uh, I'm not sure if they specifically said that it was uh, funding that was the issue. but They
0: did mention... They mentioned funding in the post twice. They didn't say it was because of that. But I think... To to simplify it, I could say resources are the reason most projects shut down, whatever that resource might be. And you know, funding is the root resource that gets you every other resource.
2: Yeah. So would you say that maybe if QCompedia did get a little bit of funding, maybe to get like a developer or something to maintain the Boink server, do you think that maybe they would stay up for longer?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of projects, if there was money behind this uh, a lot of projects would keep going and i think a lot more projects would start up i think a lot of documentation would get done i think a lot of um new interest would come into the space if people were essentially paid or compensated to the point that they're not just throwing life thro- like throwing hours into a project that is, is a passion project like like all right we'll, we'll cover the server costs for you you know we'll We'll pay you not a lot, but a little bit to help, you know, a little bit of a, yeah, good job. It's like, it's almost like appreciation tip. Like we'll tip you to keep going. I think even that would
2: help a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because having someone there behind your back and saying, hey, you're doing a good job. Here's some extra stuff. Here's some extra resources you can use is always a really good, like, kind of push in the right direction. You get... Um, you get motivated pretty much to keep doing what you're doing because you know that people are there looking after you,
0: yeah. Actually, I'm wondering if this is a good question for that census we're putting together with the Science Commons Initiative. Uh, like, do you run a boink project? Like, if we ask the admins essentially, would you, would funding at any level, uh, like it motivate you more? Would it help you keep the project running? Would it, and then other people, like, would funding incentivize you to make a project?
2: Yeah, like, that would be interesting question. to see, because after all, if we, oh, I don't think it's if we go ahead with the Boeing Census, it's when we go ahead with the Boeing Census. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we ask people how likely they are to make a project if they receive funding for it, that would be a very interesting thing to see because not only does the want to make a project come from whether there's funding behind but it's also how confident you feel in running it leading it and making sure everything is all running smoothly because some people might get worried but like oh the boink server it's so so big and i don't know how to run it i don't know i don't know any programming but i have this cool idea for a project i want to uh, find the most efficient way to put gutters on a house. Um, and, uh, yeah, if I got funding, maybe I could probably hire someone to set up the Boink server for me. But uh, it's, it sounds a bit too hard and a bit too difficult. Uh, great callback. Uh,
0: so th- this is actually raises an interesting point that a uh, emerging... Industry and an emerging sub-movement within the open science movement is starting to address. It's called uh, decentralized science, or DSci. Uh, and the idea is the separation of someone with an idea and someone who performs the work or the research. So, and monetizing both of those aspects. So, if you have the idea to to uh, do a Boink project that figures out the most efficient guttering on a house. You know you can put that up there and you get a little compensation for it, and someone can come through who just like has the resources to build that, but like doesn't have the time or or creative energy to think of that project, but they have the resources to put it together. Uh, and if they put it together, they also get compensated. It's an interesting model uh, that I think a lot of people in Boink would be interested in because there are I know there are a lot of people out there with just like ideas on distributed computing projects, but don't know how to do it.
2: Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, personally, I have a couple of ideas myself, but I haven't had the time really to put into literally like setting up a server or getting it running or actually even going out and asking people like, hey, what do you think of this? Like, do do you think this is a cool thing? Would you run this on your computer? Uh, how useful do you think this is? Could this be like another novelty project? like Prime, uh, I'm not going to say Prime Grid is a novelty project, but one where you can like get your name attached to a discovery very quickly or possibly very quickly, like uh, like with Prime Grid. Um, do you think that this project actually has any real-world value? Stuff like that. Uh, get, getting feedback from the community is also important too
0: absolutely that infrastructure that community infrastructure that we've been trying to build for how long we've we been doing this now
1: Years, years of years with uh, well, the, the boink radio yeah we're, i think we've been least... doing it
2: for like two years yeah uh yep. hold on i remember seeing some of the dates on the on the recordings something tells me i remember seeing a date from 2018 but that doesn't add up <laughs>
0: I would say Maybe. 2019.
2: Yeah, because yeah. it
0: was uh around the time we started around the time of the boink workshop in Chicago. Because I remember doing a live episode yeah. from Chicago. Oh,
2: that Not was like fun. at the
0: workshop. <laughs> yeah,
1: in it, from the the Airbnb I was in. Yeah, How so was I think Chicago? it's. A... <laughs> oh man, thanks for asking. It was good. What?
0: is that it <laughs> i don't remember It was like five years ago no i, do, I actually do remember it very well it was good there was a lot of good energy there and it's uh the live events you know funding for community stuff like the live events would be so great
2: yeah like so you know we, you know like the Boink, uh, workshop in australia yeah exactly
0: i was talking to someone yeah. recently in a different community about how to do a uh get together of everyone at conference and it's just like at the end of the day you got to do it in New Zealand so everyone
2: has to fly there <laughs> so it's equal for everyone yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well uh, I can just swim there you know like it's not you, too can, far. you cannot swim to New Zealand oh come on watch me <laughs> I, I would love to see it <laughs> it's pretty close by it's just, We we say it's over the ditch that's what we call it a unquote, ditch.
0: Ditch. Yeah. Although it is actually a ditch, right? They just discovered it's a different—it's a continental shelf. Like there's a new, New Zealand's its own continent.
2: Uh, all I know is that New Zealand gets earthquakes. That's all I know about the geo, like mm-hmm. stationary part of like that's definitely not the right word. <laughs> um, any anything geological about New Zealand? That's the only thing I know is that it's got mountains and there's earthquakes.
1: Sounds about right. Sounds like a different continent to me. <laughs> yeah, totally different world. All right. Well, my dinner is almost ready. The
0: spinach looks frankly disgusting, but I'm sure it's going to taste delicious. Yeah, the spinach uh, is great.
2: Yeah. How did you make the spinach? Did you add anything to it, or is it just straight spinach? Lemon butter. Ooh. Nice. Uh, and I like sauteed. I like to add cannellini beans to the spinach and then boil it. Ooh, that doesn't sound bad. That doesn't sound bad at yeah. all. And uh, you might want to add like little chunks of uh, potato as well. To it as well. It makes a really nice kind of like little stew.
1: Yeah, that does sound really good.
2: I should make some more of it.
1: I'll uh, come over and have some.
2: <laughs> why don't we okay why don't you and uh goblin ones uh just start up the food podcast <laughs> that's
0: felt right i could talk yeah. about food forever and he has so many strong opinions about milkshakes it's unbelievable
2: <laughs>
0: oh, it was such a good discussion <laughs> is,
2: is, he, is he is he really picky about the milkshakes or is it like uh, semantic why?
0: arguments about the definition of a milkshake
2: Oh, okay. I see. Like you one have of those to use... people, is he?
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's fun. It's so fun. Keep an eye out, guys. <laughs> Maybe
2: we'll if you do blend it. a pizza with milk, is that a milkshake?
0: Uh,
1: what kind of monster are you to even ask that? I know someone who tried that. <laughs> are they
2: still alive? Okay. Barely. So, <laughs> no, barely, <I'm> yeah. <laughs> no, no, barely alive. No, I'm kidding. He's fine. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, money is important to keeping these types of systems running. Uh, so hopefully we'll be able to help out with that at some point. Yeah.
2: And don't forget that you as a cruncher without money can also help too. It's not only about uh, money. It's also about helping program code. Some projects need more hardware, so donating hardware is a good idea too. Mm-hmm. And just generally helping the project get their science out there. If you can, like for example, I, I do pretty much all of this. Uh, Boink all Boink radios and uh, Project briefs for free. I'm helping get yeah. the project science out there and communicating it to everyone here. So. If you even want to do something like that, blog posts are pretty easy to do. And hey, if you do any science communication, you can help me out too with the project briefs because I do I do a decent amount of research into the project whenever I do a project brief. And I it, sometimes it is very hard to go on the project page and figure out exactly what they're doing. So yeah, there's lots of ways to help out.
1: Absolutely, app so freaking lutely. All right, so get involved and sad
0: to see you go, Cute Compedia, but hope to see you come back soon. And for everyone yeah, else, come back. yeah, and for That's everyone perfect. else, we'll see you back here next week, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Boink Network Discord server. And yes, Philip D, B A A S, B A A S, Boink as a Service, coming soon, maybe?
1: P.M. Yeah, Trademark. <laughs> All right. Have a good week, everyone. See ya.